הרב מיכאל פרץ is a very big תלמיד חכם, ידוע, pretty well known in Mexico. Older fellow, he wrote many, many sfarim that we use. Big תלמיד חכם. So this story happened to his grandson. He gets a call around a month ago from a fellow that he doesn't know too well. You know, he's his client. This, this grandson has a business. So one of his clients that comes once a month, once every two months, calls him up and he tells him, I want to invite you to Saudat Hodaya. I want to invite you, you know, when a person survives any tragedy, let's say he was sick for a while, and when you get up, you want to thank Hashem, you make a special suhuda, special ceremony to thank God. It's a very misuga thing to do, by the way. So this person calls him up, the grandson, he says, I want to invite you to my Saudat Hodaya. So the grandson tells me that he told him, why are you inviting me? Usually you invite close family, best friends, the rabbi, the community. Why are you inviting me? He's like, don't ask too many questions. I want you to come to the party. He's like, okay, I'll come to the party. He goes to the Saudat Odaya. There's 18 other people there. Now this grandson told me that you know, he knows the community in Mexico. He's aware of what's going on. The 18 people that were there, something didn't click. Something didn't match. Those 18 faces, everybody knew each other from somewhere, but not in one room. Like something here didn't make any sense. He's from that synagogue, he's from that community, he's from that shul. It was the most random 18 people in one room to confess to that day for this fellow. So they sit down, this grandson tells me, and the guy next to him, one of the people participating in the party, tells them, why are you here? He's like, the truth is, I don't even know why he called me. I know of him. I don't even know why he invited me. He's like, you know what? Me too. I don't even know why I'm here. I know of him, but I'm not sure why he invited me. So it looks like everybody was confused why they're there in the first place. This person who made the Siudat Odeyah starts speaking. He says, Abatai, I had a corona. He's an older fellow. I had corona. And I basically died. I basically passed away. And Abatai, this just happened. He says, my neshama, my soul went to Shamaim, went to heaven. And I saw Betin Shemala. I saw the whole court system in the world. I saw the whole court, the whole Betin of Hashem. And he says that he heard a lot of screaming. A lot of screaming, whatever that means. I'm not asking details, but that's what he said. He heard a lot of screaming and a little anger. And then they tell him, Betin Shemala, they tell him that your time has not come. Go back down. That's what I tell this fellow who said over the story. He said, Go back down. So he says, I, I don't know how to go back down. Well, what does it mean, go back down? What does that mean? There's like a map over here. He says, go back down, go back down. He turns around, he sees his mother. His mother passed away a few years before. His mother tells him, come, I'll help you to go back down to your body. He tells her, mom, mom, I don't know how to go back down. I don't know what's going on. She tells him, look down, look down. He looks down, what does he see at that moment? He sees the 18 people that he invited to the party. He saw every single one of them at that moment saying to Hilim for his Shilema. Those 18 people. And he said, the words of the Tehillim, that he heard people saying for him, the actual words he heard, it said that power of Tehillim, the noise, overtook the noise of the chaos of the anger. And those words of Tehillim, and he said, I saw all 18 of you, in all 18 different places, and I recognize you saying Tehillim for me. The words of your Tehillim pulled me down to my body, back to my body, and then I woke up again. Abatai, what a tremendous story. And I verified the story. This is a 100% true story. It happened to a person that wasn't religious before the story, now he's becoming religious. A person in Mexico. The power of Tehillim. The power of praying for somebody else. And like we said before, if we just remind ourselves how much we do, and how much we accomplish every time we learn Torah, 
Every time we keep Shabbat, every time you make one bracha she'akol ni'abed v'ro, you're changing the world. Every time you read Tehillim, do you know how much an effect it makes? This person literally saw those 18 people and he said the words literally pulled him down, pulled him down into his body. You know what else we learn from here? When you get these random names sent to you here and there, there's a reason why it was sent to you. For someone to have children, there's a reason why it was sent. Take a minute or two and dive in for that person. It makes a tremendous, tremendous effect in Shemaim. Who knows where the words are going to go? Who knows how much of a difference it will make every moment of Tehillim? And this person who said over the story, the grandson told me, that all he said, by the way, was one parak of Tehillim. He said he was in his office, in a regular business morning, and somebody came over to him and told him, brother, remember your old client that comes once a month, whatever it is, two months? You know, he's like totally gone. Maybe you should daven for him. He's like, okay, no problem. He said he opened up a tehillim and he read one capital. And that moment, the guy saw it in Shemaim and that's supposed to come down into his body. The power of diving to Hashem, Rabotai. When Hashem, sees te- when Hashem says tefillot make a difference, Hashem means business. It makes a huge difference. <laughs>